Alex, Nick said as he sank into a chair in room 1001 of the hospital, I know you and I didn't work out, and I know you and I are better as friends, but I still care about you, and what happens to you and Samantha. You know I loved Ethan like a brother. I twisted my mouth, feeling the anxiety rising in Nick's and the curiosity and jealousy mounting in Drew who stood at Samantha's bedside, working to remove her tracking device. I sat on the foot of the bed. Nix, what is going on? You have known me for a long time. I do not like stalling. Out with it. I caught Drew's lips inching into a smile. I could sense him feeling relieved to not be on the receiving end of my attitude for once. I knew. I knew about Samantha. I've known all along, Nick blurted out. I could see him glancing at his hands and then up at me repeatedly. Nix, I yelled, stood up and faced the wall, you kept my daughter from me. We were together five years, and you knew about my daughter and kept her from me? I pounded the wall, then spun around. What right did you have to keep my daughter's existence from me? I don't have to be an empath, Drew said to Samantha while sewing her neck back up, to know she is angry. Really angry. I can feel it radiating from every portion of her body, Samantha agreed, tilting her head to the side. You love her, don't you? Drew chuckled, then asked, is it that obvious? She patted his hand and nodded. Nick stood and closed the gap between us. You do not understand what they do to your kind, her kind, on Indigoid. My kind, I demanded, folded my arms across my chest, eyeing him. What is my kind? An uber-empath who has telepathic abilities, can see spirits, can move things with their mind, heal quickly, read people's memories and time travel, such as you, Nix revealed, putting his hands on my shoulders, would be killed. They kill people like you, Drew gasped. I am uber-empathic, yes. I have telepathic abilities, can heal quickly, see spirits and read people's memories, yes, I countered, drawing in a deep breath before continuing but I cannot move things with my mind or time travel. You can. You just haven't realized it yet, Nix persisted, staring at me. Your mother did not want that happening to you, so she and your father moved to Earth when you started to exhibit your gifts, and that is also why Ethan kept Samantha hidden. The people on India 7 would have killed her, and the locks want to take her back there. I'm confused. I thought, I expressed, frowning for a moment, the people of India 7 believed in this prophecy, that the chosen child born of two uber-empaths would restore the planet to its former glory. 80% believe that, Nix agreed, moving one hand to brush the hair out of my eyes, but it is the 20% that are the self-appointed law enforcement of India 7 that will kill anyone who exhibits the abilities of an uber-empath. I have been to India 7 on rescue missions many times, I advised him, reading something he was holding back, and not once has anyone tried to kill me. Nix put his tongue to the roof of his mouth and voiced, not quite. What do you mean not quite, I bid, hearing my voice raise. I'm just saying there are people who do not believe your spacecraft crash 15 years ago was an accident, Nix returned, trying to stop me when I moved away from him. I paced the room for a few minutes before I headed for the doors. I heard Drew and Nick scream my name. I just couldn't stay there. I couldn't be there right now. I walked through the maze of the hospital to the entrance and proceeded out it. My mind still on what Nick said, there are people who do not believe your spacecraft crash 15 years ago was an accident. It was the words I knew in my gut. The reason I had spent every day for the last 15 years, going over that scene in my head. I knew there was some reason we crashed. I just didn't know what it was. I entered the travel tram, 
an elevator that moved up and down as well as sideways. I ordered, Chip, do not open travel tram until I tell you to. I leaned against the back of the car and slid to the ground, folding my legs. I held them and started to cry. Mom, I heard Nick say, moving in front of me, look at me. I wiped my tears and raised my head to look into the face of what Drew looked like the first time I met him. Only this version had my pale green eyes and blondish brown, wavy hair. Investigate what happened to me, and you in that spacecraft. It will make everything else click into place, he told me, looking into my eyes. Mom, you have to right a wrong by any means necessary, and only you can do it. What is this wrong? I cannot tell you, but investigate the crash. It will lead you to the truth. A crash from 15 years ago? Yes. I love you, he concluded, then disappeared. I stood, ordered the computer to open the doors at Command Central, where I spent the rest of the day in my command chair, putting out fires, feeling confident and in charge. You okay? Drew asked as he drew me closer on the couch later that night. I watched the screen. I saw our little boy as a toddler, running around my quarters, playing hide and seek with Drew. The kids asleep on the floor around us. You have been quiet all night, and you stormed out of Samantha's hospital room today. You dated Nix for five years? Really? What's wrong with Nix? He is a good man. He loved me. He loved the twins. The problem is he doesn't get me. Zay doesn't get me, I began, resting my head on his shoulder. Ethan understood me. He knew why I did what I did, why I am who I am. He understood when I didn't. I kept watching the screen when my little boy was alive, and I didn't feel like the worst mother in the galaxy for letting him down. Now I am dealing with the aftermath of all the secrets everyone hid from me. All the secrets, all the lies, that my parents, even Ethan kept from me. What about me? Do I get you? We are connected. We were before Dominic. We were after Dominic. Do you understand what it is like to be me? No, but you accept me. You infuriated me when you didn't know me, that I would never cheat on you or anyone I date, but, for the most part, you are not trying to change who I am. You might be the first person to accept me as I am. Who you are is pretty amazing. You are the captain of the LVN, a federal agent, co-parenting two children and now have a third, and this is after you and I lost our son. You are pretty special too. It was hard not to think of you every day when I discovered you developed the regimen that saved my twins. They were born with Black Autumn Disorder. Thank you, Drew. You would never know it by the way they are running around here in LVN all the time, Drew observed, then kissed my head. I only did my job. Nodding to the screen, I remarked, I cannot believe he would have been 20 this year. It is so hard to see him all grown up. I saw him when I took off today. He is insisting I have to right a wrong, that the place to start is with the crash, and everything else would fall into place. Do you believe him? Yes, because I knew, in my gut, something was wrong when we crashed. I knew something was off. I have gone over it every day since. I thought it was because I wanted redemption, to prove I wasn't the cause. But that also means someone murdered our son. I would never usually ask this, Alex, but I need to be a part of the investigation, to help you find his killer. Okay, but you have to do what Tony and I say. It is important that you do because otherwise you could get killed. We just got back together, please don't separate us again. He kissed my head. I will do whatever you and Tony say. I need to know who took our son from us. I am afraid of what we are going to find.
we will be there for each other. He kissed my head again. If Nick didn't die, do you think we would have still been together? I shook my head and admitted, I don't think so. We were both so involved with our careers that I think we took each other for granted. I just thought it was going to be Drew and Alex forever, that you would always be there. My eyes glued to the screen. One day I turned around and you weren't there. The day I got promoted to lieutenant, you were off saving a colony being wiped out by an epidemic. When you discovered your first breakthrough drug, I was working serial murder case. I love my careers, and I love you, but we were too young, too naive, to think we could ever work then. Where does that leave us now? Do you still think we could never work? I think now we have been through the hard times and know what is important. I still love my careers, but I spend more time with my children, with my art. I think loss and going through hardships have brought us back together because we belong together, and we were too young to realize where our home is. With each other. I nodded. Exactly. I love you so much, he said in my hair. I want to finally get married, and Seth and I will. I shifted around to face him. Drew, we talked about going slow. We didn't talk about getting married. That is express freeway when I am only comfortable in the slow lane right now. Do you ever see us married, Alex? I need to know if you are here for the long haul. I can't put my heart through this if you are just going to leave me again. You do realize there is a lot going on in my life, right? I have a daughter I didn't know about. I found out I am not humanoid or born on Earth, that I am indigoid, and I was born on India 7, and our son's murder might be related to all this. Oh yeah, I was abducted for a month and shot coming back. I stood and folded my arms. I sensed the disappointment and anger coming from him. I love you. I do, and someday, I will marry you, but right now, too much is going on. I just need someone to be there for me. I need someone to be on my side, in my corner. He slipped his arms around me and put his chin on my shoulder. I am here for you. For you to have verbalized those words means I haven't shown you. I reached into the pocket of my woodland fatigues and retrieved a small disc. I handed it to him. What's this? The black box to the crash. When did you obtain it? After Nick appeared to you? I swung around and required, how do you really feel about me saying I see our dead son appear to me, that I am an empath? I know you are a science guy, that anything that is not proved by science is not real to you. I know that strange things were happening when we were together the first time, like you just knew how people felt and you would instinctively know messages from your father, and you would heal quicker than most people. I really didn't think anything of it, at the time, he started, putting his hands on my shoulders, but after we broke up, I would dream of you, and me, in a different timeline where Nick didn't die. I had that dream every night for like the first year, looking into my eyes. Then it was monthly, then every six months. In the last one, Alex, you died. I transferred to the LVN to make sure you were okay. I cannot explain that kind of phenomenon by science. He moved his hands to my face. It was hard to get on with my life when I still loved you, and you would show up in my dreams. I couldn't just marry someone else and have kids with her, or date someone else for five years. My relationships broke up because of you. I couldn't let go of you. I shook my head and insisted, but if we are going to figure this out, you and Tony have to watch the black box. He repeated, when did you obtain it? After Nick appeared to you? I looked away, then turned back to him. I have had it since the investigation stopped. I have seen it countless times. There is something I am missing.
I do not know how or why we crashed. I remember someone being there, but I don't see another person on the footage. Nick appeared again and grabbed my arm. Mom, you have to come with me. I asked, looking from him to Drew, hold on. Where are we going? I whispered to Drew, I see Nick. He wants me to come with him. Where is he taking you? Drew wondered as he sank onto the couch. To a different timeline, Nick replied, then laughed. Just tell dad you will be back. Nick says to tell you I will be back. Then Nick grabbed my hand. I felt the molecules in my body shift. 